Bonjour. You listener, bonjour. <laughs> Speaking French, this is the French podcast. That's right, you found us. That was all the French we're going to speak. Je m'appelle Steve. Croissant. <laughs> I hate when people do. I hate when people just reference and think that's a funny thing. I apologize, listener. That's okay. Um, welcome back. 100 Games in a Funeral podcast. We tricked you. Aha. You thought this was the French language <laughs> podcast. <laughs> But it's not. We're back with another episode, a new game. An old game, but new to us that we played. And we're here to talk about it and other stuff. I'm laughing at that an English pod this is called like the English language podcast. And it's just people speaking to each other. Like no plot or no anything. discernible. No nothing. <laughs> just English words back English and forth. Words. The English learning podcast. That'd be I wouldn't listen to that, but yeah. I like the idea. <laughs> you ever see the video of, um, I think this one specifically looks like some Afghanis, and they're mimicking what they've heard like the oh, soldiers doing? They're, they're doing their best approximation. They don't know any English words. Yeah, but I've seen videos it's like It's so that. funny. <laughs> yeah. I've seen Japanese Japanese people interviewed. They do like to do that. They're like, do an American accent. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like The Sims. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, did you do anything else this week besides watch that singular video that you probably didn't even watch this week? It's been on repeat. On yeah. YouTube repeater. <laughs> I love um, this video. I watched Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Mm, never seen that. Fun little that flip. Fun little Hall- Halloween mood. It's really good if you've seen a lot of teen slasher movies. Mm. It's pretty good for that. Okay. And I beat Red Dead Redemption. Oh, you kept playing. I kept playing Red Dead Redemption until I finished it. Nice. I didn't finish like everything in Not the game, 100%. but I just hardcore the story. Because you never finished the story. Never did it, and I wanted to see oh. what happened at the end. Let me tell you. Yeah, tell me. It, so, the... Man, oh man. What a yeah, story. Spoil it. You can spoil it. Just skip ahead if you haven't finished that one yet. So, I played Red Dead Redemption too. We gave I, you a week. Why haven't you finished it yet? Yeah, come on. <laughs> it's, I, I really put like... On Sunday specifically, last just week I just up. ten hours in cowboy, <laughs> just wild football was on. So the scene in Red Dead Redemption Two when you get chased by I think it's the Pinkertons maybe they chase you to a cliff and Dutch is like I got a plan mm-hmm. to jump off the ledge right. The end of well, not the end but in Red Dead Redemption Two, I mean Red Dead Redemption One, mm-hmm. chase Dutch to a cliff and he does the same speech oh. talks about how our time is over. And he oh. jumps right off the cliff, and it's the same thing that happened. I don't remember too. that. I was no. like, "Whoa, <laughs> that was great!" And and the the way the entire game ends, it's it's all this like reference to revenge and how it never really pays out how you mm-hmm. can expect, and how at the end of it, John Marston was not a good person; he was a criminal. Yeah. And there's this force that Dutch talks about through the second game and the first game, mm-hmm. where that way of life, like the wildness. That they, those types of people brought to the West that ultimately tamed it is being beaten by civilization and its right. growth. And he recognizes it. it 
is going away. But John keeps fighting. Dutch says he can't fight. It's like fighting gravity. Hmm. John keeps trying till he dies. And then ultimately, his wife dies and his son dies. No, his son doesn't die. His son turns into a villain as well. His son kills the dude. Yeah, he's a little revenging. And I just thought it was a very cool story that's like met its end there for me. And it was just an awesome experience and glad I kept playing it. And if you've never played Red Dead Redemption, get in there. I don't know. Like I said, I think there's something to playing Red Dead Redemption 2 first. I was going to say, is it? Um, you haven't done it the other way, so there's no way to know. But like, to play it chronologically would be very interesting. But I think in the same way, if you played that Red Dead Redemption two, secondly, like you know, like they actually came out, yeah, it would still there's still a ton of stuff. You're like, oh, oh, yeah, I did that. everything oh. ties in. Yeah. yeah, they did a good job. It was great. Rockstar, big props to them. So that was my. I'm glad you finished that. I remember being very surprised when the game was like, okay. We're going to kill the guy you just put all this time into. Yeah. And you can keep playing, but they, now you got to be a son. It's they like, oh, like doing good. that a lot. <laughs> Do they? Spoilers, hints. <laughs> oh, I, in GTA Five, you can. I'm thinking Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> Spoil it. Um, Red dies. Red Dead dies. <laughs> <laughs> Redemption. Um, I was thinking of GTA Five where... Depending on what you do and the way you end the game, you I think you can have Trevor dead or mm. even Michael. Oh no! Um, oh, pardon. Yeah, great games. Mm. I'm glad you got to finish that and play that. Solid, definitely. That that's one you should definitely play before you're Red Dead. Yeah, you. Because I've been looking at some of these games, I'm like, you could die and be all right without. Yeah, this one I don't. If you like entertainment, yeah, and especially the old west, yeah, it's time. That's the game for you. Um, that's awesome. I try to get more into the Halloween mood. I continue my Friday the 13th journey nice. into Friday the 13th Part 2. That actually is a franchise that does a decent job at trying to like explain why the killer is a killer and why he's doing what he does. Yeah. Which I, I only realized upon this rewatch I'm doing now. Like They, they tried their best. Like That girl in number two is like, Wait, what if what? Why don't we really try to understand Jason? What if he's like he just loves his mom, and now his mom's dead? And then you know she dresses as his mom at the end, puts on the sweater. They tried their best. Yeah, they did all right. I have another idea. Yeah, flee, get in the car, and drive five hundred miles away. <laughs> well, the car didn't work very well. The Volkswagen Beetle. That was a big point of the yeah. movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I just realized they went to the bar. Half of them went to the bar. The other half stayed back and started getting murdered. There's that tall, nerdy guy. He stayed at the bar and then was like, hey, you guys got any after-hours places? And some guy was like, yeah. And then you never see that guy again. Oh, he just went. I could be wrong. He just is no longer around. He didn't die. He and that guy might have gotten married. (laughs) He just lived a good life. (laughs) What happened to all my friends? (laughs) And there was one overly gratuitous death. The guy in the wheelchair... He hears a noise and like rolls out onto the porch, <laughs> and then uh, Jason slams a machete into his forehead, and it causes him to roll back off the porch. Boom, 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 boom. But he stays upright in his wheelchair. <laughs> his momentum continues to roll him down <laughs> to like two flights of stairs that go down to the water, and then like freeze frames as he's going down the stairs. It was too much, like. Sh- the wheelchair shouldn't have made it down the first set of stairs. <laughs> they just kept him Very rolling. stable wheelchair. Yeah, upright. That was fun. 
Halloween spooky times. Looking forward to it. I'm trying uh-huh. to think of all the Friday the thirteenths I've seen. What's the one where there's like Is that a Friday the thirteenth movie? Maybe not. In space. Yeah, there's like a space mm-hmm. one, right? Yeah. I Jason saw that X, I was getting my hair cut and it was playing. It was very that one's weird. wild. It was it, it didn't even seem like the same kind of movie. No. That one you can skip that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they try to keep it going. You know, the two thousands, they were that's a weird time for movies. Yeah. It's a very weird style. Meh. Meh. I'm going to watch more spooky movies. I don't like to go too spooky. I think we may have discussed this. I'm okay yeah. with hokey spooky, but... I'm doing a rewatch of Hereditary for sure. Yeah, I, I'm going to skip that one. Hail Payman. <laughs> that, that's a scary movie. Um, that's about it. Nice. I thought I had more going on, but I, I don't. I... Saw another video on YouTube of your sweet baby, well, very oh, tall, yeah. manly boy. <laughs> I meant to mention Wembenyama. He, they've finished preseason. Every game, I'm telling you, he's doing something that just makes me put my hands on my head. Go what? I can't believe it. Like we're not going to win the championship this year, and by we, I mean those people playing basketball together. I mean, financially, you support them a little bit. I bought a Spurs keychain once. <laughs> but um, no, I paid to go see them play in Indiana. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know how much of the money they get, but it all contributes. A little bit. Yeah. I, it's just unbelievable. We won't, we're not going to win anything. may not even make the playoffs. But to know that we have a guy now mm. that people are tuning in to watch and he can do stuff, I can't wait to get the season started. I hope he stays healthy. He had three-pointers. He was blocking three-pointers as he closes out to a guy shooting at three. Still jumps up with his eight-foot wingspan and gets a hand on it. It is wild how (laughs) spooky scary. He is spooky scary. Yeah. It's great. Nice. Well. Thanks for listening. This has been... (laughs) Next week on English Words Podcast. (laughs) Uh, What do we got this week? What's our game? Uh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Ooh, I've never said the name of the game first. I don't go think. for it. Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. That's the game. Nintendo 64 is Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. When I was typing it, it split up Majora's into Major as, but it made me think something else <laughs> funny. Um, I was thinking because they just heard the music, mm-hmm. we could discuss the music. Yeah, right up top. Right off the bat. What do you think? Um, fine. Kind fine. of. <laughs> kind of. Not. Kind of like single notes. Like, bing, 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 bing. There was, yeah, like a clock towery yeah. ringing some bells. Which, you know... It fits. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any Zelda has ever really steered anyone wrong as far as the music goes. Yeah. It was fine. It wasn't... I mean, it play, there's a big part to the game because you have the ocarina. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different tunes. 
the guys are like, play this tune. Boing, 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 boing. Okay. Uh, wow, how'd you come up with good. that? <laughs> All three notes repeated, huh? Yeah, I didn't make any notes about the music, but, you know, they uh, incorporated some classic Zelda overtures, um, the Song of Time. A lot of those come from the previous Zelda game, Ocarina of Time. And, you know, some of the just traditional Zelda sounds. A, Ocarina. <laughs> C up, C left, A. <laughs> C up, C left, A. Yeah, that's the song. <laughs> You're incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, do you want to get into some facts about that? Steve's Fact Corner. Yes. This was the sequel, like we mentioned, to Ocarina of Time, which was 1998. That's one of those games I would, in between catching the bus and going to school, I would go to Target have my own save file and just <laughs> crick my neck and stare straight up and play the Nintendo 64 Ocarina of Time. This one was developed and released in April of 2000. Two years later, the whole development cycle took only one year. That's but they uh, recycled a lot of assets yeah. from the first one, a lot of similar things. Uh, but one year is pretty good for a Zelda story and puzzles to be put together because those are tricky every time. Um, this is one of three games on the Nintendo 64 that required the expansion pack. I was going to get that out and show it to you. Do you know about the Nintendo I don't, 64? I don't think I know pack? about the expansion pack. Um, let me show you this tiny picture. It is a, th a plastic thing about yay big that slots into the Nintendo 64. It's basically a stick of RAM. Oh. Four megabytes. It expands the Nintendo 64's ability <laughs> to... Um, Let's see, what did it do for this game? Oh, yeah. It allows more refined graphics and greater flexibility in generating on-screen characters. Wow. And you had to have it to play this game. It was like a $40 thing you had to buy and plug in here. The only other two games that required it were Donkey Kong 64 and Perfect Dark. Both good-looking games. Perfect Dark I remember playing and having to have that um, extra four megabytes of space. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of other games didn't require it, but would benefit from it, often updating the resolution to as much as 640 by 480. Whoa. Watch out, eyes. Here comes some... We're so close to realistic levels. <laughs> I don't think anyone ever thought that about any single Nintendo 64 game. Yeah. Like, the way they would just plaster a scanned face over, like, the mold <laughs> of a, a head. It was never great. But, you know, it helped. <laughs> Uh, increase the draw distance too. Uh, allowed them to get rid of the fog effect, which they'd had to use in the past to hide the lack of power they got. Also, something they called cardboard panorama, which they used in Ocarina of Time, which is like how there were things in the difference, but in the distance, but they were just like a flat oh, single yeah. image. It wasn't like a 3D thing. But they could get rid of that with all this extra power. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how that just like grows exponentially i just i really like looking back at these games they were constrained by the technology of the time mm -hmm. but they just maximized it yeah and that doesn't really happen as much anymore now they just people are just like well you have your 64 gigs of ram and your yeah computer right so we'll just fill that up but right <laughs> but the, the way they were like well we get four more megabytes and we'll just we gotta make it perfectly fit. fit everything in there and spend probably thousands of hours optimizing everything pretty yeah cool. Cool. Now it's just like, we've upgraded all the textures to 8K and hope you have a one terabyte hard drive. 
Yeah, it's like we we didn't worry about figuring out how to optimize yeah. anything. It's just in there. We just baked everything in. <laughs> you figure it out. Uh, do you want to guess the total number of copies sold worldwide? I, do. I want to guess right now. Okay. Wait, by what time? Um, just says worldwide, so this all may time. be all time. But when I looked at the numbers, it mentioned like Japanese sales, like within a year's time. So I, I six point five million. Um, half of it, three point three six million. This was a little bit of like a cult classic. It's a weird game. Like this wasn't every Zelda person's favorite. That's interesting. Even gamers, like, I think a lot of people skip this one. Hmm. Metacritic score out of a hundred. Eighty-nine. Ninety-five. Whoa! So highly regarded, critically acclaimed. Jeez. Um, I got a good review, bad review. Oh, I love these. Good review from Games Radar gave it a hundred. I think Games Radar is pretty generous with their. Here you go. Here's a hundred. It's the best game I ever played. Alex Kidd and Miracle World, one hundred. Uh, constantly surprising, always delightful, never less than utterly stunning. This journey through the looking glass into a new and perfectly formed world is escapism of the very highest order. Ooh. They got away with words. Yeah. Bad review. <laughs> User review ASDFRE. He just made that really quick. <laughs> yeah. January 12th, 2017, he reviewed this. So much later than the game's original <laughs> release date. Oh, no. It's not GTA. <laughs> There's no cars. Why can't I drive a car? Not only is this game overrated, it is also one of the worst Zelda games I have ever played. Mm. The Groundhog Day gimmick is forced down your throat. There is very little story, and there are some of the worst dungeons and bosses I've seen in the series. There are only two side quests worth the effort, despite claims that all of them are brilliant. It is a crime that this sorry excuse for a Zelda is ranked above Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. Sorry, contrarians. This is a video game that did deserve the hate when it came out. But it's got a 95. I think he's the contrarian. He might be. Sorry, contrarians. Maybe he's saying people contrary to himself. Oh, everyone who disagrees with him is a contrarian. (laughs) Well, he liked Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword better, which are both games I never played. This this one is an outlier for Zelda's. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Does its own thing. Uh, I don't think I made the note, but I remember reading that he watched the developer, one of the Nintendo guys, watched Run Lola Run. It's a this. German movie. Yeah. And I tried to watch it, but I couldn't get subtitles. So I was like, "Well, just pretend you I'm know what's happening." Hurry, <laughs> <laughs> run faster! Um, apparently, a girl is given like 20 minutes to come up with 10,000 pounds to save her boyfriend or her husband or something. And there's some kind of time repeating mechanic in the movie. Hmm. And he watched this and he was like, I like that. Let's make a game with that. That sounds kind of fun. I might watch that. Yeah. I, I still might. Um, but they definitely tried something new, which you can't fault them for. I mean, I really love the mechanic. You liked it? It's like, I love it. Edge of Tomorrow, Groundhog Day, mm. the Andy Samberg movie. In any kind of media. Any yeah. kind of re- time return flip is like a real thing for me. So I like it, yeah. Uh, they've made it available on the GameCube and Wii U Virtual Console, so they've tried to keep it going. And then they remade it into Majora's Mask 3D for the Nintendo 3DS in 2015. Hmm. So, you know, people keep clamoring for it. They want it. Give us that mask. I think they got 10,000 signatures when they were trying to get, bring it to 3DS, because they did Ocarina of Time on there. Uh, and then they're like, what about Majora's Mask? 
Hey, what are you doing? It's all 10,000 of us. Um, here's the really fun facts. Do you know Jackson Guitars? Yeah. They created the Jackson Zorax. When you put on your Zora mask and you become a Zora thing and you play your instrument, yeah. it's a an electric guitar. That's pretty sick. They created one as a uh, grand prize for a contest in Nintendo Power. It's like the actual Whoa. thing, seven-string guitar. Wowzers. Pretty crazy. Is there, uh, those must go for so much money. I couldn't find what it sold for, but someone owns it in their Guinness World Record collection of most Zelda uh, memorabilia. Nice. By any person. Um, there's a Mario mask on the backpack of the Happy Mask salesman. I didn't notice that. I didn't see but this But it's either, definitely yeah. on there. I saw it in screenshots. Um, they originally planned it to be a week-long time period, but it was cut to three days to simplify things. That'd like be hard to manage a week-long. The three days is better. Yeah, yeah. Keep it tight. It has the least amount of dungeons for any Zelda game at four. They focused more on side quests to gain heart pieces. Lots of side quests. Lots of people being like, if only I had this, then my life would be complete. I need a stone that I can put <laughs> inside of me. <laughs> the only appearance of Zelda in this game is a flashback where she teaches Link the Song of Time. Yeah, towards he says, you got this from her. Yep, she that's the only time you see the titular. My dear sweet traveler, we'll see each other again. <laughs> Legend yeah. of Zelda, Zelda. <laughs> She's never the main thing. I mean, in this game, she really is a legend. Yeah, <laughs> forgotten legend. That's all the old fun facts I got. <laughs> That's a, we didn't talk about that on the podcast. No. Um, how did you find the game, firing it up? Were you emulating because I let you borrow my 64 and my copy? Yeah, I'm spending a lot of money on gas driving back up it's every ridiculous. week to borrow we your gotta stuff. you got to find a better system. <laughs> yeah, I was emulating. And I, for some reason, couldn't get my resolution to increase on oh, really? emula- like normally on n64 but i the one i was using in retroarch it just wouldn't upscale uh. it said it was upscaling but it wouldn't were you doing dolphin no i was just doing retroarch with the okay. plug-in maybe i should have done it or the core or whatever they call them in that. yeah and so i got to play it on classic graphics <laughs> there you go how did you find the graphics then because that was different than what i was doing <laughs> Like you said, I I can't imagine when N64 came out, everyone was like, oh, it's the most realistic graphics. No, the 64 was never like the, the graphics powerhouse. It was it's fine. Yeah. It's fun, campy. I think... You can see what's happening. I can see what's <laughs> happening. It was really... It's blurry. Yes. For sure. But for what it is, being like a semi-open world type thing, mm-hmm. I get the limitations. Yeah. So I wasn't... It didn't bother me, but it's definitely not beautiful. Yeah, it's dated. Yeah. I played it upscaled, and all the textures and things were sharp. Nice. And that was good enough. Like, you know it's an old game. That I would have preferred this, but yeah. it, it was cool, I guess. I don't ever really play them on the original resolutions. There you go. So, yeah, it looks fine. Yeah, I don't think... The 64 stuff always felt a little muddy. Yeah. And I don't know why. But. There's cool effects and things. There's a lot of... <laughs> like the impish Majora's Mask wear guy. Yeah. He's always doing stuff. And yeah. There's his little fairies. and He's such a cool guy. He's, He's so a skull cool. kid. <laughs> I wish I was a skull kid. He's kind of a jerk, actually. He's a real, real weenie. Yeah. He just, you know, I was reading all about the plot because I got um, maybe like an hour into the game. Yeah. I did a full three-day cycle yeah. and started to come back. And... uh 
realized I was running out of time. So I, I watched more of the gameplay from where I left off. But plot-wise, I was trying to read and understand what was really happening. Did you gather what was going on? I mean, what they tell you. Yeah. Like the, so... Even I skip a lot of that stuff when I play, or I'll read it and immediately forget it. Well, I, as best I can tell, from where I got, I didn't. I maybe I won't judge you. Please. I played a lot of Red Dead this week. Okay, <laughs> I played like an hour last night. Got really tired. It's like I played in the morning. I went to bed really early, so I woke up and played like three hours this okay. morning. You've been Majora's so Mask. It's, it's kind of in my brain yeah. still because I just played it. There's a guy, <laughs> and he sells masks mm-hmm. and this imp guy stole the mask mm-hmm. from him and the first thing you do is you go confront him after you like get very lost in the town which is maybe why i got so tired last night i don't know where Ooh, the heck I'm. i going. was very frustrated it's really top. easy to get lost i opened the guy last night and that's when i was like never mind i'm going to bed woke up this morning <laughs> had the little guy didn't follow it step for step but just used it to kind of tell me where i'm going yeah go to the top of the clock tower you face mr mask man mm-hmm. skull kid and then you do you go back in time, and that was fire for me because I, like I said, I love that mechanic, mm. and I didn't know it was coming. I figured because oh. you had the Ocarina of Time, but I didn't know it was gonna nice. throw me back. I knew in that time. was like the whole shtick of this game. Yeah, I thought the three day was just like you have three days to do it, and then you do the rest of the game. But it uh, turns out I just get to keep Groundhog Day, which yeah. is for me, like I said, I think this might be just because it's like my personal fantasy to just get to redo every <laughs> interaction I have to perfect yeah. it. Because I'm always just like, why did I do that? I'm so stupid. I'm a piece of trash. <laughs> if I could undo that, would be great. <laughs> so that happened. And I went, oh. Yeah. So that was like an exciting moment for me. Shocked. And then surprised. now you get to go back into the world. And <laughs> last night I did it a bunch because it's so funny to me. There's a guard when you're the little De- Deku uh-huh. guy. And he's like, you ain't leaving here. And he yeah, goes yeah. into like full NFL offensive line. Yeah. Mode. <laughs> I just kept trying to run him. I was like, if this guy lived in our world, he's getting signed to a multi-million dollar right tackle deal. <laughs> no That's one's good. getting sacked. As long as there's kids on the football field, he's going to knock them down. <laughs> they ain't getting past him. <laughs> um, but so it was cool to do the things again, obviously, because you have to get the code to go into the what are they called the thieves are they thieves no, bombers like bombers yeah. yeah the bombers and then you get the code you just give it to them and you let you in all that kind of thing is really fun yeah I, I like that mechanic in a game where i don't i can look like i'm the coolest guy ever yeah that's true i it's a good way to solve a lot of like how did you figure that out like oh i just been reliving the same three days over yeah. and over so i got it you just know the code come on in <laughs> and <clears throat> yeah that was I really I like that mechanic a lot, and the the you just there's so much manipulation of time. Mm-hmm. Everything is come back at ten o'clock. Right, there's all these different things where you just move time around and go all the way back to the beginning. Did you get outside of the town? Yeah, I didn't make it outside. I feel bad using a guide sometimes, but I also feel like if I don't use the guide, I won't get enough content of the game. Yeah, there's a a weird thing I've noticed as we are playing games. Like, we need to kind of get through as much as we can as quickly as possible so we can discuss it and have, like, an understanding of the game. Whereas I know if I were a kid and I had played this game, I would have just been running around for real-life days, not three days repeated, but actual days playing this game forever, talking to everyone, making notes. I got to go back here on day two at 10 a.m. or whatever, which is what I needed to do now. And that's why I kind of quit because I was like, unless I just pull up a guide or I start writing down 
everyone I'm supposed to talk to, I'm just going to get frustrated. There's so there's so many different things. You have the fairy that keeps reminding you. Yeah. Like, Don't forget, the guy wants this, or you're supposed to go back there. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Which they replaced her little, or his, I'm not sure, little sound with a bell. Ding, ding. Oh. In Ocarina of Time, it's Navi, and she goes, listen. <laughs> Every time. Like, you hear it all the time. That's why I stuck it in our song up top, because everyone knows that. Right. Listen. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> um, I was thinking of another game as I played this. Have you played Dead Rising? Yes. That game is not repeating time, but it is a finite time limit. Yeah. That, I mean, you could play like New Game Plus with the actual knowledge of what's going on and figure things out better. But when you miss things in that game, they're gone. Yeah. You miss a quest and it's like, oh, can I go back? No, it's gone. Eaten. That guy got eaten. <laughs> so I do appreciate like the time repeating where it, I felt like I, I lost it like that. Oh, wait, I can just go back in time and I'll do it. Did I ever tell you about, this is a aside, this is a Dead Rising, quick sure. 30 seconds. Yeah. Xbox 360 come out, Dead Rising demo had just come out. Mm. Me and the boys were playing, and we were playing a, you play the demo until you die, then you give it to the next mm-hmm. guy. I was playing, somebody glitched the demo and broke the time limit. Oh, no. And I just kept sitting there like, come on, dude. I was like, I'm, I haven't died. What's the rules, man? <laughs> time does not run out. Because <laughs> it was like a short 15 or whatever yeah. minutes of time, but I just... Kept Somehow going. broke. Yeah, that's awesome. Once one of us died, though, it was a real depressing thing because we were back to the old. Right. Yeah. It, it still kept you confined to the demo area, but you just time didn't run out. Interesting. Yeah. You just killed zombies. The hook of that game was like, you can use anything as a weapon to bash zombies. Yeah. But there was so much more to it. Anyway, Sorry, that didn't back to this. Um. So I played. How? It took me one full three day cycle. To get to the Skull Kid in the clock tower. I wandered the town for 36 hours of the three days, it's, not knowing where the stinking It's very confusing. Was. And I don't know why. It's like, did you find the guy who sells you a map? Yeah, I immediately bought the map. That I found that after like 40 hours in game. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that helps. But for some reason, my brain was not connecting the pieces and how it went into. And there was like different entrances to get into different parts. I'm bad at that, and this game, like, just made it even trickier. The map's not great, even once you get it. Yeah, I still wasn't connecting the dots. Yeah, it has the <laughs> gaps in between it. Yeah. yeah, but it took me the majority of the time to find where the ferry was. I had to look up and see where am I supposed to find this dumb ferry, and I probably walked past it because it's just like floating out in the open. Yeah, you have to jump in the water. Is that the like the Grand that, Ferry? It can be there. Oh, that's there's what my two Grand different ferry spots. Was. Yeah, depending on time of day, I found it up. I don't know what part of town it north, north whatever town. What the heck is going on with the Grand Ferry? Why is she so Laura Crofted out? <laughs> it's um, so pokey. <laughs> I don't know when the first time they did that, but in like the Switch Zeldas, she's a giant voluptuous woman. <laughs> they tried to make her voluptuous here, but she just has like yes, pyramids. <laughs> it's the era of gaming, PS One sixty four. It's Madonna in a. I would have killed if I was like. 12 and I play that game, like, oh, <laughs> like pointy and sharp they are. <laughs> yeah, so that ferry was just hanging out, and I probably walked past it a bunch of times. I didn't realize. I thought there was something, it would be like more hidden rather than just hanging out in the right? <laughs> Hey, can someone so that, go get that? Yeah, that's a We need a hero. <laughs> <laughs> that was ridiculous. But it was kind of interesting because the way the first three days played out, 
I was like rushing. That timer came up as I needed to go to the clock. I was way out at the telescope. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shoot, I got to get back, see if I can get up there. And I happened to talk to that little flower guy that you have to use to get up to the clock tower. Oh, yeah, the floating. Yeah, you give him that moon stone, tier asteroid thing. He gives you thing. the deed or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, I just happened to talk to him right when I walked into town. I was like, oh, sweet, I can get up there. So it was just like falling into place for me right at the end. Nice. And I was like, oh, but then I thought I did something wrong because you get the Ocarina of Time from the Skull Kid. I immediately played the tune it told me to play. And I was like, oh, what, was I supposed to like fight him first? But no, I just jumped back in time and started over. That's pretty funny. And the mask man is like... He has a melt now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got my mask, right? No? <laughs> now I'm angry. He got real mad. Yeah, he does like a bowing thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it seemed like there was cuts, like horror cuts of like, He's one frame in this position, and in the next frame, he's slightly over more quickly yeah. than a human could move. That was a little eerie. <laughs> he is a creepy character. Very creepy. Yeah. There was a mention that some people think he's based on Sh Shigeru Miyamoto. I can't. Is that his name? The Nintendo guy. Yeah. Miyamoto. You know the face. I know Miyamoto. Yeah. Is he like a creepy guy, too? I don't think so, but they're like, look at his smile <laughs> and his eyes. It's just like... <laughs> It's like, oh, well, you think that all Japanese people look like. No. Ooh, tough. <laughs> Get them. <laughs> yeah, so did you, you proceeded on from there because yeah. you got out of the town. I kept going. How did you, oh, you can get out of the town because now you have a sword. Yeah. yeah. You go out, you go onto the, what's it called, the plains? There's four different areas. It's a creepy dancing guy. That's the thing the I went through. Skull, not the skull kid? Oh, there's like no, a little like, like a tall nude man yeah. dancing. You have to like do his dance, and he disappears. It gives you a mask. I saw that in the playthrough, and I was like, "Oh, this game really is all about the side quests." The masks are. I really like the masks as like a thing, as a mechanic. A mechanic yeah. yeah. How do you feel about like the combat and the locking on and everything? I have experienced it playing Ocarina of Time. They stuck with it for this system. The 64 controller is gotta be categorically like one of the worst controllers yeah there's three handles i don't know anyone with three hands <laughs> um there was never like you needed a right joystick like ps1 was like we'll give you a right joystick we don't know how to use it yet but here it is yeah. 64 is like how about buttons and you can't even really control the camera with the buttons like you can in mario 64 you can spin the camera they didn't give you that it's not great controls. Mm, not super, no. You constantly have to like hit the button that will just center the camera behind you just to be able to see. Something on these old games, and you mentioned it one time. You get a new game and you go, well, now I'm just going to play this game nonstop and I'm going to learn the control scheme. Yeah. That's not really a thing anymore in games. And I actually don't think that's bad. I like the fact that most games I can just pick up. Kind of homogenized. I know what's going to happen. Like there might be some specific, like specific button combinations or mm -hmm. interesting things I need to figure out how to open and do. Mm -hmm. But things like WASD to move or left mm -hmm. joystick to move, right joystick for camera or yeah. mouse for camera, those things being consistent in a lot of games, I like. Yeah, no one's messing around with that. Every time I swap from a game to game, even though I'm on an Xbox controller emulating it, yeah. I still have to go in there. Map the buttons. Map all my buttons. And then the game just has different things. Like yeah. C is aim your gun. Or in this case, C is <laughs> use it to play songs sometimes. Yeah. Or point at people. And it's just all these different things that each can be. I, I 
it's a part of like old gaming. The more I've played it, where it it's it's it. annoying, especially switching from game to game. I have to every week yeah. <laughs> figure something out. <laughs> yeah, back then you just were happy to have a new game, so it didn't matter what the controls were. You just figured them out, and that was the game you played for a month. So you pretty much got it down. Yeah, I I don't mind games that try things, but when they do it because there's a reason, like Skate, how they mapped your feet to like the right joystick and all of a sudden you you feel like you're doing tricks with your right thumb. True, but that's super intuitive. Yeah. It's not so much just, they didn't just reinvent the wheel. Right. They kind of gave you something new. Yeah, that's true. Left still directs you, right? Yeah. Mm. But coming from like Tony Hawk to that, where Tony Hawk is like, push this button to Ollie. Yeah. Push a direction in this to do a kickflip. It's like. That's true. Oh, check this out. I can just move this stick around in kind of like an intuitive way. But yeah, these are just, they were, I'm sure they tested it and got the best combo they could. Yeah. Just a weird controller. I was thinking about the story driving over here, mm-hmm. and I'm guessing there's more. Well, let me that. There's obviously going. more. Yeah. I don't know how long this game is in total. I don't know, hours-wise. At the speed I was going? <laughs> 18 Probably double. Every time we do this, and if I go look at like a playthrough for something, I'll see the playthrough. And I'll like think about how long I've played and then go to where they are and they're just five times farther right. in the game than me. <laughs> yeah, the playthrough I was watching was definitely doing things that would help him further down the road. He was mm. doing them earlier than a normal person would have found out. Like he kept depositing money into that bank in the town. And you do that and then he gives you a bigger rupee pouch so you can carry more rupees. Uh, it's like, what's he doing? I but, did give a little bit to him, but I don't think I ever gave him enough for the was it eight hundred or something for the rupee pouch? He I'm said? not sure. It wasn't that much. You may get a, another thing at 800, but this guy maybe deposited like 200 and got Oh, the maybe it's 200 then. Yeah. But there are like. Have you played other Zelda games? Besides the one we already yeah, played? Yeah, the one. No. That well, one no, that's a lie. I played the ones on Wii. Uh, so Twilight Princess. Okay. I played. This one is just different. Like the dungeon still looked cool, but. The way that you use masks to do like all these weird and different abilities, it is just apart from all the other Zeldas. Yeah. And I wish I had played it up into the open world because when it opened out, I was like, oh, this feels a little more Zelda-like. Yeah. Rather than me being stuck in an idiot town with not Clock town. <laughs> Confusing clock town. The game feels so uncomfortable when you're just a little... Deku. Deku. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it feels odd. Yes, you just do your little spinny attack, but that makes you go so fast. I was spamming that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good mechanic to like just start you out and give you no abilities to really fight or battle anything. Yeah. That's that's in the way any good game starts out. You get really puny. I wish I had seen all the masks that are in the game. There's a bunch. They did a little fun fact. I didn't throw it in here, but there's four masks that are representative of each of the characters from Star Fox. So you get like a fox, a bunny, a rabbit, and whatever the other one That's is. That's fun. Because I'm a big Star Fox guy. You're a big Star Fox guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't remember who the other animal is. Toad man? Rabbit. Toad. Frog man? Fox. Frog? Sure. Right. He's rabbit, the one who says, Toad. Fox. Do a bear roll. Yeah. Slippy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, I didn't really get into the game enough to really dissect it. But I watched the, the final battle. Mm. Did you watch that? No. You battle the mask by itself. Majora? Yeah, Majora's mm-hmm. mask. It like has three stages of the fight. 
where the mask like sprouts tentacles and you know, it, like floats around. And the third stage, it sprouts like legs and arms and becomes very like, anime. Thing. Yeah, it's very Japanese. <laughs> I think the plot spoilers. Just skip this part if you are going to play it. The plot ends up with you beating Majora's Mask. The the mask salesman gets it back and seals all the evil up. And then you are you're like make friends with the skull kid again. You're like it's okay, buddy. Was he warped by the evil of the mask? Yeah, it kind of took over his brain. That's why. Mm. Also, these giants, whatever he did, it got real weird. <laughs> there were these giants. I think they exist in each of the temples. And the skull kid messed with these giants with mm. all his evil powers. So you complete a temple and you unlock a giant. Correct me because I'm wrong, but. At the end, all four of these giants are released back into the world to whatever they do. But they're these funky-looking... You know how weird the moon looks? Yeah. It's like a head like that. Angry moon. But instantly from the head are two long legs and two shorter arms. <laughs> it's very like uh, Attack on Titan-looking giants. <laughs> they're so <laughs> creepy. <laughs> but, you know, Link saves a day. The Skull Kid is friendly again at the end and... We all get to move on from this game. There we go. You heard it here, Majora's Mask. I'm going to rank it a game that I've played that's good. Yeah. If you like Zelda and you want a weird, it almost feels like an offshoot from Zelda. Yeah, like, are there other games that have sequels or other games that are, it's from this game, but it's its own it's like thing. Bizarro mode. Yeah. I can't think of Absolutely any off the top of my head. to exist. Yeah. Mm, can't think of any. Like the Witcher mobile game or something? <laughs> um yeah i i enjoyed my time with it i just didn't have the patience i honestly was ready to grab a notebook and start writing things down that's what i would have had to have done and i may revisit it sometime in the future but it's definitely uh, like at least it's doing something new and giving you a new gaming experience so i applaud it for that way to go majora's mask play it if you haven't and get get further than being stuck in the town i think you'll <laughs> like it better oh yeah that's about it nice what's next week next week we have mm, mega man 2 mega man 2 yeah have you played that before no Ooh boy you're in for a fun treat as mega man is kind of its own thing nice all right listener that's you we're done. <laughs> That's it. Goodbye. Thank you.